Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to another episode of the Nintendo PowerCast. I'm your host, N64 Josh, for this Nintendo News Minute. And we're going to jump right into this thing. We got, we got a little bit of news, some interesting rumors, and... Also, we're going to start something new where we're going to look at today in the history of Nintendo. And that's going to happen on each of these shows. So here we go. Let's jump into this here. First off, over at Nintendo Life, we got a handful of indie games coming out. Devolver is shooting Weird West Definitive Edition over to the Switch. We have a tweet from Devolver Digital says, hot damn, we got retail, we got retail leaked weird west definitive edition coming to nintendo switch though we aren't sure when quite yet keep a look on the horizon for this gunslinger so apparently this wasn't meant to be announced yet but uh <laughs> they're having some fun with it which i absolutely love i love that they're you know kind of like when the xbox uh series s leaked and they just kind of put the gif of the monkey like looking around like um well this is awkward so i love that they're kind of just leaning into it there's a handful other uh indie games i want to uh take a look at here this this isn't this isn't an indie title but it is a it is coming to the nintendo eShop, and it's tetris the absolute grandmaster 2 plus um slots into hamsters arcade archives next month and so there is a tweet from TGM underscore series. And it says, we are pleased to announce that, the, that we have licensed Tetris, the absolute Grandmaster 2 plus to Hamster Inc for porting to Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4. There's a, there's a number of ways to play Tetris on, uh, on the Switch. Of course, you've got Tetris 99, but the, uh, this is the sequel to Tetris, the absolute Grandmaster. The first game also available on the Switch until I did a little bit of research this morning, I was unaware of that. Continuing on here with uh, with some of the indie games, The Blind Prophet is uh, is on its way to the Switch. It says, brings point-and-click action and comic book visuals to the Switch this week. Take a look at some of the, uh, some of the quotes here. It says, uh, sent by God, you play the role of uh, Apostle 
Bartholomewus on a divine mission to liberate the city from evil forces plaguing it. Um, see through the illusion. This is from the description of the game here. You are an ex use your extraordinary power, stalker's eye to detect demonic, de demonic corruption. Find clues to move forward on your hunter's path and continue the story. You are not alone. Vic, the owner of a local tattoo studio, is happy to return the favor for help she has uh for help she has given she knows the town well and will tell you what and where edward is an expert regarding the history of the place antiques and various symbolic items which can be handy for you uh it says blood and dirt an engaging storyline with horror and gore elements and a dose of black humor don't worry the police will not interfere uh handy tools open locks and uh, activate devices with more than just artifacts for everyday objects. Collect abandoned parts. You never know when you might need an extra hand or an eye. Seems a little bit spooky. There's a few screenshots here at Nintendo Life and uh, some very, very interesting artwork. Not like something I I'm used to seeing, honestly. Point and click games, not really games I would typically go for, but... Uh, you know, if that's your if that's your jam, make sure to check out the Blind Prophet. Next up, we are moving over to a rumor. Now, this is an older rumor. This is from March, but I was doing a little bit of digging this weekend for some Nintendo rumors. I'm like, you know, I want to see, I want to I want to see what uh, what's out there, and this is the one that really piqued my interest. So, this is from Nintendo, mynintendonews.com. It's the rumor is Activision were developing a Donkey Kong game after Skylanders and has since moved to EPD. So again, grain of salt here, but you know, sometimes it's kind of fun to delve into these things. So it says a fresh new rumor has emerged today via Famiboards regarding the much loved Donkey Kong franchise. The project was apparently being handled by Activision's Vicarious Visions and work started on the game in 2016. Legendary Nintendo designer Shigeru Miyamoto was overseeing the project and reportedly enjoyed what he saw. However, the game was eventually moved over to Nintendo EPD uh, Tokyo in 2018, sometime after the release of the excellent Super Mario Odyssey. It is thought that the Donkey Kong game in development was a reboot and is a 3D platformer rather than 2D, like Rare and Retro Studios' Donkey Kong Country series. The new Donkey Kong game is thought to be targeting Nintendo's next system, and would fit in well with Nintendo's plans to add a Donkey Kong theme, Donkey Kong themed attraction area at Super Nintendo World. So, could be interesting, could be nothing, but I, I, they're, you know, they mentioned the Donkey Kong themed attraction area at Super Nintendo World, but think about how much love Donkey Kong has received in the last, uh, in the last few. Uh, the last few months with the Mario movie in particular, like he, you know, at times was uh, kind of stealing the show. And so is there a chance that, uh, that there's a new Donkey Kong game on the horizon? I, I, I feel like it. I, I feel I've been, I've been thinking this for a while. So when I saw this rumor, I was like, yo, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta unpack this a little bit and see if there's anything to it. Again, I went through the, the family board post and, you know, I can't, I don't even want to put it up on the screen because of the things I was seeing. A lot of people don't think it's uh, don't think it's anything, but here's to hoping there is something new 
in with Donkey Kong because I would I would love to jump back into uh, the 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 Donkey Kong franchise, and I wouldn't mind seeing now now maybe this was real, maybe this has has since changed because what if what if Mario and Donkey Kong get to team up just like they did in the movie for a game that plays similar to Mario Odyssey or Mario 3D World, Super Mario 3D World. I would be I would be on board with that too. To see the different moves like, you know, maybe maybe Donkey Kong could throw Mario, maybe there's some different elements there that like really get to see these two team up for the first time in a game and and have some uh, just some really interesting interactions from the power-ups and everything like that. So, um, and, and this is the first Nintendo news minute I've been doing live. So I want to get, I'm going to, I'm going to grab a few of the, the chats here. Car gaming says new Donkey Kong game is just a rumor. It's just a rumor right now. So we don't, uh, we're just, we're just going down to speculation town. And I was digging up some rumors. I was actually having AI dig up some rumors for me and, uh, it came up with, with this so i wanted to wanted to kind of dig into it a little bit more but apparently there is a chance that that activision was at one time working on a donkey kong game again grain of salt with everything and this is the kind of thing that like i would really love to see i mean we donkey kong and bowser were both part of skylanders um there are amiibo they actually the only two amiibo or if there's four because there's uh there's a special edition of each one of them as well they're the only four amiibo I'm technically missing, but they they are tied to the Skylanders series, and so Activision has had a little bit of uh, a little bit of time with with Donkey Kong and Bowser, so you know there 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 could be some validity to all this. We may never know, honestly, if Nintendo of EPD um, Nintendo EPD did take it over, then the you know it, it's it's unlikely we'd ever really find out, but there is. Uh, there's there's always that possibility. So with it being a relatively slow news day, I do want to start incorporating uh, this this fun little trivia tidbit kind of history um, of Nintendo. And we're actually going to do a deep dive on this game later today because it's one of my absolute favorites. And I just happened to open my happened to open up my my browser today and take a look and. Uh, over on nintendo.fandom.com nintendo this day in history there's a number of things that came out but there's one in particular that we're going to hang out on so the one that that is near and dear to my heart in 2000 perfect dark was released in north america on the nintendo 64 that is one of my most played games and one of probably my most beloved games on the 64 period like Halo was so good on the Xbox, but I still held out for Perfect Dark on the GameCube because of how much I loved it on 64. And then Microsoft bought Rare. And then Perfect Dark Zero came out on the Xbox 360. And well, the game kind of, it wasn't nearly as good. And there's a reason for it. And we'll talk about it shortly. In 2008, Guitar Hero 3 Legends of Rock was released in Japan for the Wii. In 2009, EA Sports Active was released in Europe for the Wii. And in 2009, Punch-Out! was released in Europe for the Wii. And lastly, in 2009, Pokemon Platinum was released in Europe for the DS. 
But I put together an article over on n64josh.com talking about Perfect Dark. We're just gonna we're just gonna touch on it here a little bit, just a little bit more. But I want to we're gonna we're gonna kind of deep dive this thing um, in its own little uh, its own little um, Nintendo Powercast Micro is what I'm gonna call them. It's even shorter than a Nintendo News Minute. So on this day in history, Nintendo uh, on this day in Nintendo history, Perfect Dark, guys. I can remember I pre-ordered this at Target. The game came with the expansion pack. I want to say it cost me upwards of ninety to a hundred dollars. You know, so the conversation of seventy uh, of, of games becoming seventy dollars, I'm like, yo, we paid more than seventy for some of these sixty-four games. I was looking at old advertisements, and we paid we paid upwards of of you know eighty-nine, ninety-nine. Like this one coming with the expansion pack, it was probably more like one hundred and twenty bucks because that expansion pack I think was around thirty dollars, but. Anyway, let's take just to just give you a brief history of of Perfect Dark. It says the premise of Perfect Dark revolves around Joanna Dark, an agent of the Carrington Institute Research Center, as she attempts to thwart an extraterrestrial conspiracy led by the rival corporation Datadyne. Uh, the game is played from first person perspective and does not have a jump ability. Players interact with the environment using a single uh, context-sensitive button, which can be act, which can activate computers, uh, operate lifts, and open doors. And so, this is essentially the sequel to GoldenEye, but obviously it wasn't licensed. This became a this became a a a, a basically a Nintendo uh, IP, but then it was second party because Nintendo had owned Rare and then sold it to or you know was a, a majority shareholder whatever the case may be and then microsoft took it over so they took they took some of the ip with them as well and perfect dark went over there with it which was which was a bummer kind of made you know it really really bummed me out the the thing that was that was so special about this game in particular for me was the multiplayer aspect of it where you could set up bots to have multiplayer so it was one of those it was one of those cases where i played this game so much i got really good at it and anybody in my friend circles they they weren't uh it, it wasn't fun right and so being able to um set up the bots as like with really hard difficulty uh my uncle and i in particular used to play a mode where we would we would use a what they called a turtle sim and the simulants were the different different bots and the turtle sim had shields already and then you could set them for different difficulty we would set them on dark was the hardest they would literally shoot you around corners it was ridiculous and we would hunt the the turtle sim and i remember situations if you guys have listened to the show for a while i'm sure you've heard me talk about this but we we would there were certain levels where you could shoot out the glass floor and the the bot would fall so we would like throw mines up there make him fall through the floor you know kind of like lead them to certain areas and then set traps with maybe some more mines down below. We had a really good time. Sometimes just setting it on the easiest, the easiest, uh, they call them meat Sims, which we always thought was hilarious. And we would just, just try to kill as many as we could as fast as we could. And, you know, see who could see who could rack up the most points that way. So it gave you the option for different ways to play. Whereas with Goldeneye, that was not there. With Goldeneye, you 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 were just playing against each other, and I mean, we made the most of it. We had a blast with it, of course, but adding bots just it really kept the game fresh. 
And I remember I have my, my 64 safe pack. My kids deleted it, unfortunately, when they were younger. But I had 32 days played because, <laughs> because on this game, I wanted to get to the you, – the longer you played multiplayer, the more you leveled up. And level one was perfect. And I got to level two near perfect. And so I would literally leave to work with a rubber band around my trigger and meet Sims just running at my, uh, running at my laser that I had, that I had firing. And I would just, I would just collect all these kills all day long while I was at work. Sometimes I'd come home and the system had like frozen because it couldn't, it couldn't handle it. But I found out later it didn't count against the Sims. You had to play multiplayer against people, which I mean, I played hours and hours and hours of this game. Like I said, I had 32 days, but it still wasn't enough. I hadn't racked up enough kills or whatever against friends to get the, the perfect ranking with uh within the game and this wasn't this wasn't online there was no there was nobody it was it was bragging rights amongst friends only you know if i could take my save pack over to a buddy's house and and they could see that i was near perfect or perfect it was like well you, you put a lot of time in but there was really it was really nothing more than that so uh one of my most beloved games like i said we're gonna take a deep dive into the history of this game um i'm gonna do that later on today and and talk about what happened there was a little bit of uh, a little bit of controversy with this game not only with its rating but there were some things that happened internally with the team that they split off and in my opinion those people that split off were probably the 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 best talent that was at rare at that time because of the game that came later from that team when they started uh, when they started a new development studio. So we're going to talk about all that. We'll 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 get into the history of of Perfect Dark and and all that fun stuff in uh, in a second a second episode. So I want to ask the chat real quick before I jump out of here because these are just these are just the Nintendo News Minute. Is there uh, do you guys have any history with Perfect Dark? Let me know. I want to read your comments real real quick. I am going to start doing these shows live uh, daily in the in the morning, depending on your time zone. I'm going to I'm shooting for a 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific uh, Tuesdays. I may go a little later because I'm going to try to hop on over to the Xbox uh, Factor podcast. But other than that, uh, most days of the week is going to be around 10, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific. That'd be 11 Eastern. And so I'm, I'm giving chat just a couple more seconds here to see if anybody has any kind of history with Perfect Dark. There is a new game coming to uh, Xbox. It is, it, it, the studio has been dubbed, the, it's the, I believe, uh, wait, I, I, no, I can't remember the name of the studio off the top of my head now. I was thinking Coalition, but that's the guys making Gears. But they are, they are dubbing this the, uh, the a, a quad A a 4A instead of AAA, a, a 4A studio, and so I will have uh, I will I will have more info on that during that next episode. The only comment I got is from Joe here, and this is great. This is great. It says, "Unfortunately, I was only a year old in 2000, and I have nothing to add, but I like hearing how much you love the game." <laughs> so there you go. I love that. Well, guys, thank you for being here with me live. Of course, thank you if you're listening after the fact. Um, I do want to start doing something fun. I'm going to start reading. And, and putting up the most interesting comment I get on the YouTube video. So if you, if you head over to the YouTube channel, and uh, this is on N64Josh, youtube.com slash at N64Josh, leave a comment. I am going to start reading some of the most interesting comments or per perhaps a, a comment of the day. I'm not sure uh, if, if you head over there and leave, leave a comment there. So thanks again for listening, guys. This was short and sweet. 
Much love, everybody, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye now. Thank you.